The latest episode of For All Mankind from Apple TV is by far the most dramatic episode yet, and also the most powerful, and not only for season 3, but also for the entire series as well. It was by far a very intriguing episode that definitely stays with you long after the credits roll, as it definitely changes the story going forward. What happened in this episode? Well, let's talk about it. But first though... Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host Brandon, and for this edition of Bruce Stilled, I'll be recapping For All Mankind, Episode 6 from their third season on Apple TV. And it was by far the most powerful episode of Season 3, but also the most powerful episode in this series since it first came out on Apple TV. It was an episode that displayed more of the human element of the series, with the space race taking a break. The main topic I thought about in this episode was the secrets the characters keep in this series, not only from each other, but from themselves. We saw high tension mixed with drama and human emotions, as it's an episode that stays with you long after it's over. But before I recap this episode, what beer am I pairing with this episode of For All Mankind from Apple TV? That beer is called Where Our Secrets Go, which matches up with this particular episode of For All Mankind from Apple TV. This beer is an imperial stout that comes from Voodoo Brewing in Meadville, Pennsylvania. This imperial stout is rich and complex. It also has numerous dark and roasted malts, which are balanced by additions of caramel and crystal malts, along with American hops to provide a sense of balance. This beer is also a dark beer, as it's dark as the abyss of outer space, and is what it sees a good old-fashioned imperial stout that I'd love to have again. It has an ABV of 9% in a 500ml bottle. It has a nice bottle art as well, as I'll keep this beer bottle as part of my beer bottle collection given this outer space theme. Again, that beer is called Where Our Secrets Go from Voodoo Brewing in Meadville, Pennsylvania. It's an imperial stout I recommend you try. It's now time for me to recap the latest episode of For All Mankind titled New Eden. So, if you haven't seen For All Mankind or you have an interest in watching the show, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. Episode 6 of For All Mankind Season 3 starts off with Danielle guiding the NASA and Soviet crew members on Mars after their memorable land from episode 5. Despite their successful launch and landing, Danielle informs both crew members that the NASA Sojourner spacecraft was damaged beyond repair on its landing, but informs them they will return to Earth with the Helios space crew after Danielle establishes contact with Ed from Helios. We then get a shot of the Sojourner spacecraft in where we see the Sojourner engines bent, showing a spacecraft destined to become a relic of space wreckage on Mars. We then see Ed and Danny Stevens placing the Helios flag on Mars, and we see an Interesting and awkward reaction on Ed's face, as unlike the NASA and Soviet crew, they have no flag to salute, and based on Ed's facial expression, I'm sure he wishes it was him saluting the American flag as part of the NASA crew, but it also doesn't take away from Ed's accomplishment as he is now on Mars. There are also complications though, as NASA's landing did damage to some critical systems that NASA does need to get repaired, which also does cause friction between Danielle and the Soviet space commander, as the Soviet commander does not want Danielle giving orders to his crew as he wants to be the one doing that. But they're now on Mars, but their journey is now far from over, as they have to new build bases for a new beginning as part of this mission. Ed then sends a video message to Karen, where he discusses his first landing
landing attempt on Mars, and it's clear that Ed is haunted by the moment, as he tells Karen that he backed out the last minute because he saw Danny, as Ed tells Karen he couldn't let something happen to Danny, but little does he know that Danny's watching these videos, as Danny's been hacking Ed's account since the previous episode. We continue to see this throughout the entire episode, as there's also friction between Ed and Danny, and where Danny snapped at Ed in one moment in the episode, after Danny sustained a hand injury while drilling for water on Mars. Ed tries to make peace with Danny, but to no avail. They later have a talk in where Ed apologizes to Danny and calls Danny a qualified astronaut and says he'll keep him on Mars despite the hand injury. Later though, Danny then sees another video that Ed sends to Karen and where Ed expresses his regret by bringing Danny on the mission as he now sees a lot of Gordo and Danny. This makes it known that Ed lied to Danny when he told Danny he was a qualified astronaut. All of this causes Danny to reflect and where we then see a picture of his wife and baby as he is now a father. This causes Danny to snap and where he punches the video screen in anger that I personally find understandable because it really does have a devastating effect on Danny's already fragile mental state. Danny then raids the medicine cabinet that he has now relapsed from his past addictions and he also appears to be under the influence. All this takes place in a very ominous scene with music to match as it's clear that Danny is now going down a very dark road that I believe his father Gordo never even traveled. We see Margo back in Houston talking with General Bradford who is now chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff and where Margo is talking about getting not only Sergei into the United States but is also getting his family out of Soviet Union. She doesn't mention Sergei's name as she assures Bradford that Sergei will be a great service to the United States as a defector from the Soviet Union. Despite Margot's request, Bradford does tell her it will take black ops and the approval of President Ellen Wilson, who Margot doesn't think highly of right now. Margot then uses the idea of funds for the F-22 Raptor program as a way to get Bradford to move the request forward. This further shows how far Margot's willing to go to not only save Sergei, but herself. And I'm also certain that Margot and General Bradford have done other dealings in the past. Karen then goes to Helios headquarters and we see Dev in a fight with his business partner who we saw in the past episode, in where Dev and his business partner are fighting over the Mars mission. Dev leaves the room in anger and Karen follows him outside and to my surprise Dev is happy to see Karen. Karen speaks with Dev about the fight and where Dev admits that the NASA mission has been really expensive for Helios while also making it known his partner was never on board to the Mars mission to begin with, which would also explain his absence in season 3's first few episodes. Karen then offers Dev a proposal that involves Roscamos, the Soviet space program and where Dev then asks if Karen is willing to come back and where she says yes. But Karen also sets some conditions such as a partnership with Helios and along with getting the title of Chief Operating Officer. Dev agrees and Karen and Dev are now reunited and have new ally with the Soviets. It's great to see Dev and Karen back together and it shows a different part of the character. For Dev we see him back to his calm collective self and maybe that's who he really is as he makes it known to Karen the effects the Mars mission has had on him but he's also willing to continue listening to Karen and seek her counsel and welcome her back to Helios. For Karen I believe her talk with Wayne led her back to Helios but her contacts are deeper than I thought as I do wonder how Karen made contacts with the Soviet Union space program. It also continues to show more about Karen's journey in this series as she is a character that's grown to levels never expected and I'll be fascinated to see where she goes in this series and also season 3. We then get the most dramatic turn of events in this episode in where we see members of the NASA and Soviet crew giving interviews to television in where they share the impact the arrival Mars has had on them. It's then when astronaut Will Tyler, a member of the NASA crew, opens up about his difficult childhood in Detroit and where he then comes out as gay 
This unleashes a firestorm in NASA, starting with Margot, that also leads to a tense exchange between Will and Danielle, in where Danielle and Will get into an argument about their differences and viewpoints of the NASA Mars mission, with Danielle being more on the technical side, while Will has a much deeper and philosophical viewpoint, is very much a very tough and sad scene to watch, as Will's pain is something that stood out in this episode as he now feels marginalized amongst his crew members. The issue eventually ends up at the White House, and where President Ellen Wilson and Larry are clearly upset about the revelation despite their own secrets, as the revelation takes away from the Mars mission. President Ellen speaks with Larry, General Bradford, and the Vice President on the issue. Eventually, Ellen gets to speak with Larry alone in the issue, as she's now concerned about her jobs bill that she's trying to get passed through Congress. It's then later in the episode where Ellen is alone in the Oval Office, if she's watching Will Tyler's interview again on TV, with sadness and tears in her face, as she does have compassion and empathy for Will and his situation. Larry then comes in, and Ellen expresses what appears to be disenchantment about being president, as he both believe Will should be allowed to serve openly. Ellen then tells him what she told Deke about her own secret relationship with Pam and how Deke advised Ellen never to tell anyone what she told him as he said that's all they will ever see in her. This ends up giving Larry a very interesting idea in where Larry tells Ellen about a paper that was written by a professor at a college which gives Larry the idea of the don't ask, don't tell policy which happened in real life which Ellen issues later in the episode as an executive order as a way to appease both Democrats and Republicans. It's after all this I do find it interesting that both Ellen and Larry are very much a discreet about their own secret, which he had maintained now for over 20 years with a lot of success. But sadly, it stopped them from living out a huge part of their life and who they really are as people. And that's another more tragic part of this episode, and that is the secrets the characters keep in this series and how those secrets impact their lives while also holding them hostage, and also the consequences of those secrets once they are revealed. In this series, though, Ellen and Larry are definitely a power couple that has risen to the highest levels of power, but can it last? More on that later. Dev and Karen then meet with the director of Rose Combos, the Soviet space program, in where they then discuss the possibility of a joint mission between Helios and the Soviet space crew, which involves drilling for water on Mars, as the Soviets have found a location of water on Mars that they're keeping a secret not only from Helios, but also NASA, despite the fact that NASA is currently housing the Soviet cosmonauts on the NASA base on Mars. Now, this is very much a very big reveal, that I always knew all along that the Soviets were hiding something, that they're up to something not good. I th I thought it was much worse than this, as I was thinking it had a military purpose, but in the end, the Russians are hiding a secret from NASA, which is still bad in the end when you think about it, because you got NASA and the Russians working together, NASA's hosting the Russians in Houston and on Mars, but the Russians are holding something secret from NASA, and that is the location of a major lake on Mars that can have enough water to power all these spaceships for future missions in outer space. And Dev points out that the lake is about the size of Lake Tahoe, and says it could power a base about the size of Houston. And Karen and Dev make a proposal to the Russians, in where the Russians will share 50% of the water. At first, the Soviets don't want to share 50% of the water, but relent when it's clear that Dev and Karen have the cards, as they have the equipment and the transportation on Mars to make this mission possible. The mission is then made known to Ed, and Ed tells Kelly in a call that he can't tell her what the mission is, after Kelly finds out that there's going to be a joint mission between Helios and the Soviets. And Kelly, after a sexual encounter with the Soviet astronaut Alexei, who is now Kelly's new friend in this series, and where Alexei tells Kelly that he cannot tell her the mission details, which doesn't sit well with Kelly, and I do wonder if this relationship between Alexei and Kelly is going to last. 
as Alexei might not be the guy who he appears to be. Because think about it, the Soviets are holding a secret from NASA, and Alexei knows what that secret is, and I do wonder what else he's hiding from Kelly. Ed then arrives at the NASA base to pick up the Soviets for the joint mission with Helios, but he also threw a party in the process, and where Ed does meet Alexei for the first time, but Ed also has no idea about this connection between Kelly and Alexei, something I don't think Ed will be okay with. Sergei then comes to Margot's office, and where he covertly tells Margot about the water spots on Mars that the Soviets found. This doesn't sit well with Margot and Elena, and Elena then sends a transmission to Danielle on the Mars base about the issue with the water being found, and the party at the NASA base on Mars then descends into chaos, and where Danielle confronts Ed about the Helios and Soviet mission to drill for water. But Ed talks to Kelly about this afterwards, and where Ed does make a deal with Kelly to probably get Kelly involved on his mission to find water on Mars, so maybe NASA might find a way to get on his Mars mission to find water, which would be really big if they do find life on Mars. We then go to Washington, D.C. at a bar, and where two men are discussing Larry. And where one of these men is also having an affair with Larry. And also, the man who's having an affair with Larry is also a staff member to Larry and Ellen, who we saw earlier in the episode in the Oval Office. And his man tells one of the other guys at the bar about some very intimate details about an encounter in the Oval Office that he had with Larry. The guy who asked about the relationship, then leaves, and where he makes a call to an unknown figure, and tells me he has something to tell him, something that's very important, which I do believe is about Larry and Ellen, and that's how the episode ends. So overall, this episode was very powerful, very dramatic, and also very tragic as well, as we saw several beloved cast members in this episode make some decisions and actions that definitely were not positive and also good, as he definitely acted in her own self-interest over the common good, such as Danielle and Will, Ed lying about Danny, which ended up making Danny's situation a lot worse than it already is now, and also Ellen and Larry hiding their own secret by Ellen issuing that executive order, even though they may have good intentions in the end. And also with Margot working with General Bradford to get Sergei into the United States, but also planning probably a secret mission to get his family out of Moscow and out of the Soviet Union into the United States. Which really does make you wonder how far is Margot willing to go to protect Sergei, but also herself. But also Margot does have that mess in her hands right now, and I do wonder how far she's willing to go, and also what's going to happen to her in the end. But this episode is very dramatic. As I said earlier, a very powerful episode. I never saw an episode like this in this series of For All Man Mankind since the series came on. But now in season 3, this show is definitely going to some really dark places, some really dramatic places. I mean, the characters are all exploring new parts about themselves that we never knew, and also they never knew about themselves at the same time. It goes way beyond space exploration. It's more about the characters exploring more about themselves, but also seeing the consequences of their actions. And I was also sad and disappointed by some of the actions these characters took in this episode, especially with Danielle, Ed, and Margot. These are all characters I love. I have a lot of love for all three, but their actions in this episode were definitely disappointing, and I definitely don't think it's who they really are, but I definitely do believe their ambitions got in the way of who they really are in this episode, making me wonder what will happen next in their story and their journey in season three and also in this series. And I can't wait to see what happens next in episode seven, as you now have four episodes left in this season for season three, which I do believe will have a very powerful ending, because this episode is very very dramatic. I mean, it was a, an episode unlike any other in this series. And I do wonder, is this a new direction of the series? Will we see more episodes like this going forward? Because you also do wonder how much time do the characters left have on this series? Because a lot of them are getting older now. Ed's getting older. Karen is getting older. Margot and Danielle are also getting older.
getting older. And also, Danny has his own problems as well. So definitely all these characters have their own personal demons going on. And I do wonder, how will their journey in this series end? And who will take their place? So we'll see what happens in Episode 7 and For All Mankind Season 3 from Apple TV. But this episode is one I will never forget. And I'm pretty sure if you've seen the episode, you definitely had the same feeling as well. Now, with my recap done, here are my questions and observations from Episode 6 of For All Mankind from Apple TV. My first one is, who will dominate Mars? Will the Soviets, the United States, and Helios find a way to work together on Mars, or will one of them be the more dominant player on Mars? Between the bases they have right now, I do believe Helios has a better base, even though they did come in second place, and they also have the advantage by having a ship in orbit. So right now Helios, even though they came in second place, they probably do have the upper hand on Mars, as they do have better resources, and also having that ship in orbit is also a major asset as well, and also the Soviets and NASA had to land Helios to get back to planet Earth, after the NASA spacecraft crash landed on Mars and is now beyond repair. Which makes me wonder, will Helios be the kingmaker in this series for Season 3? Right now they're working with the Soviets, and I also do wonder, will the Soviets abandon NASA? So I'm looking at this other observation right now. Helios, obviously they have the upper hand right now, and I do wonder, will they be the kingmaker on Mars? Which also makes me wonder, will the Soviets abandon NASA? Right now the Soviets are currently housed at the NASA base on Mars, but right now they're going on a joint mission with Helios, which we'll see in Episode 7, which does make me wonder if the Soviets will probably end up joining Helios, living with Helios, and just leaving NASA behind. That sounds a little more dramatic. It probably won't happen because right now, Soviet personnel are currently at NASA Space Command in Houston, but they also went to Helios headquarters as well. Which makes me wonder, are they building a path to join Helios and abandon NASA? There was a pretty comical scene, which is probably more comical, more dramatic, probably a combination of the two, where Danielle said, Communism and Capitalism, a match made in heaven. Which I do believe is made in sarcasm, but it's probably going to be the new alliance in this series, Helios and the Soviet Union. Which I never saw coming, because I thought the United States and the Soviet Union were going to come together and join forces on Mars, probably making peace between the two nations. But right now it does seem up in the air right now, probably even in jeopardy, as Helios is probably going to lure the Russians away from NASA. Which if that does happen, will be a major development in the story for Season 3. And also, Ed and Danny's inevitable blow-up. How bad will it get? Right now Danny doesn't like Ed, but Ed doesn't know that, and Ed also doesn't know about Danny's affair with Karen, which Ed does hold a lot of contempt for, and also for the guy who did it, which is Danny. So eventually these two guys, Danny and Ed, are pretty much a time bomb. They are destined to collide in a collision course, which will definitely end in conflict between the two of them, and on Mars of all places. I mean, Ed and Danny, they're gonna fight it out in outer space. We all know it's coming. It's just a matter of time when that does occur, which I do believe is gonna happen in episode 7. I was looking at the preview for episode 7. It talks about a clash amongst crew members. I do believe this can be between Danny and Ed, because Danny knows how Ed feels about him by watching his videos after he hacked Ed's account. Which I also do wonder, when Ed sends these videos out to Karen, is Karen actually seeing these videos, or is maybe Danny deleting them? Because I do wonder, how is Karen reacting to these videos that Ed sends her? We haven't seen that in this series yet. We have not seen that in season 3. And I'm wondering, what would her be reaction when she hears all this from Ed? And also, what will be the moment in where Danny and Ed finally come to blows? That remains unknown, but definitely do believe we'll find that moment in episode 7 next week. But they're destined to collide. How will it end? Time will tell. But it definitely will not be a good ending for either one. And also, my other observation and question, and that is Kelly and Alexi. Can Kelly trust Alexi? Because I think Alexi's hiding something. Even though he's been very nice to Kelly, I think it's all a front. I mean, Kelly seems to like Alexi. Alexi seems to like her too. But I think Alexi's using 
using her because we all know Alexei has all the knowledge of the space engines that Margot gave to the Soviet Union. So I think Alexei's there for a much different purpose, a more sinister purpose, that I think he's probably using Kelly in the end. Now maybe that's all overthinking, maybe it's not true, maybe in the end he's actually a good guy, but right now I think Alexei is probably a guy that cannot be trusted, and I do wonder if Kelly can trust him in the end, as he definitely did not have a good moment in this episode, as Kelly thinks that Alexei doesn't trust her because he is withholding information from her when it comes to that joint mission between the Soviet Union and Helios to go drill for water on Mars. But I definitely do believe their story will continue in the next episodes to come, but I definitely do believe at this moment that Alexei cannot be trusted and Kelly needs to keep her guard up. And also, how will Tyler's story end in this season? Will he go beyond season 3? Because his confession definitely did leave a bad mark on NASA, as right now Will is in very much a bad spot right now, but I definitely do believe there's going to be a moment in this episode that definitely will get him out of the jam that he's in right now, because it's definitely very sad to see Will in this moment. He definitely should be accepted as who he is, so seeing Will in this episode make his very brave decision, only to face negative consequences was sad to see, but I definitely do believe Will will have a moment in this season that changes everything. And also, is Dev a wild card? Because in the last two episodes, we saw a darker version of Dev, but in this episode, he's back to his calm collective self. So is Dev more of a businessman or a guy driven to colonize Mars for peaceful purposes? That I don't really know, but we saw more of a calm collective version of him in this episode. I think that's probably who he really is, but he definitely has a side of him in where his ambition takes over, making him less likable than he was in the first two episodes. So we'll see what happens next for Dev in this season, as right now he seems more of a wild card, but Karen definitely knows how to rein him in, and they definitely do make a very good partnership. And speaking of Karen, how did Karen get Soviet contacts? I mean, Karen is well connected, but for Karen to have contacts in the Soviet Union with her space program makes you wonder just how good are her contacts, and how did she get contacts in the Soviet Union? And should we be alarmed? I don't think so. But at the same time though, her having Soviet contacts that good, especially with her space program, definitely do raise a lot of questions, and also how far can she use those contacts, and also will that be the key for Helios and the Soviet Union to come together, leaving NASA behind? Because maybe Karen is a true kingmaker in this series, and also in this season, because she's definitely shown a lot of growth, she has a lot of power, connections, she knows how to get through to people, and make strategic deals, so maybe Karen is probably the kingmaker in this season, as her character's definitely grown the most in this season. And my final question comes from that ending. Who was that guy in the hotel that left in that taxi calling a mysterious figure with information that's definitely damning towards Ellen and Larry? Because right now one of Larry's staff members is having an affair with Larry and definitely does share incriminating information about Larry to this mysterious guy. But who is this guy in the final scene and what is he up to? Now I did make a note he's heading to DuPont Circle in Washington DC. There's a lot of embassies in that part of Washington DC which makes me think one thing. That maybe this guy is probably working for the Soviets to get compromising information on both Ellen and Larry. Which, if this theory holds true, will put Ellen and Larry in a very difficult spot because I definitely do believe their secret is going to come out eventually. I don't know how it will, but it does appear the stage has been set for the secret to come out because right now the guy does have compromising information on Larry that will probably get back to Ellen in some way. And with this guy going to DuPont Circle that does house a lot of embassies, maybe, just maybe, it involves the Russians. So eventually we'll see who this guy is working for and exactly how they're going to use this information against Ellen and Larry, which will definitely be another major development in the story for season 3. And that there concludes my questions and observations from episode 6 of For All Mankind, season 3 from Apple TV. 
and by far an amazing episode, if I definitely do believe the main theme in this episode was secrets, as there was definitely a lot of exploration about the secrets the characters keep in the series, and also the consequences of those secrets as well, which definitely did play a big role in this episode of For All Mankind, and I definitely do believe it will drive the story going forward in Season 3 in what was a major, powerful episode with a lot of dramatic revelations, which will definitely set the tone for the final four episodes of Season 3. So we'll see what happens next week in Episode 7, which I definitely do believe will be another well-crafted episode. And that there should do for me in this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast in your desired podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Go out to enjoy some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey in these summer days. I'm your host, Brandon. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.